Hey everybody, it's Andy. Um, we're going to talk about open relationships on this episode and catfishing as somebody to protect other people's sexual health. And Kelly's mic had some issues, but we hope you enjoy anyway. And thanks for tuning in, as always. Kelly's for Kelly. I'm Kelly. I'm Andy. Whack. <gasps> <laughs> I'm also just not into butt stuff at all. You trying to pee in my butt? I'm a wild boy. <laughs> bitch, you're just mad. Bye. Serving that bitch some consideration casserole. Yo, good morning, afternoon, evening, and or night, yeah, depending on what is. time you're listening. Yeah, we're awake. That's all that matters, and I wish I was not awake. Same. Yeah, it's been trash. Work's been trash. Marceline's trash. Hey, she <laughs> is the trash princess. Yeah, that's true. She's so, the trash king. Like the goblin king in the labyrinth. <laughs> Marceline's like the, the trash queen. The trash queen. Yes. She's a scab. I love that cat. Truthfully. And she's scab. probably the only cat I actually like. See, Marceline, look at you changing people. Yeah, I have, I've never liked cats. Cats are always just... I don't know, they still make me sneeze, but I, I do like cats. You liked Goosey, though. Goosey was a, per- a personal favorite. Goosey, like, yeah. Goosey's a king. On a scale of, well, I guess on a rating scale, it would go Goosey and then Marceline. But now that Goosey's gone and Marceline's here to scream, she's now, yep, there she is. Yep. She's now in charge. Welcome to the party, Mars. So I've been doing a lot of like looking into like dating apps, not like for me to go on them Mm -hmm. but because of how much they've changed um i saw a story about this guy called it's called udder u-d-d-r and it's a dating app for cows for to breed with other cows for for farmers that's awesome yeah it's like tinder but for your fucking cow i need to put myself on there (laughs) (laughs) yeah i we grew up in the digital age to where there's like when as we got in our teenage years there was like dating apps and we should probably pause right here for like five seconds so i can have an audio source to delete our background noise because we did not do that yeah i thought that's what we were doing when we started for the three seconds yeah and then i'll i'll delete this all out too neato okay anyway um yeah, there's Tinder. That's pop. That's a. Are there like straight hookup apps, or is it just like Tinder? Um. Well, isn't Grinder like a straight hookup app for the gays, or is it like it's a, it's, it's, a it's, a it's just a dating app? It's a gay specific dating app, but you have straight guys or like discreet guys on there who are like, I'm not looking to have a relationship. I'm just looking for a quick nut because my wife's a bitch and doesn't put out. I'm not gay, but also I'll have sex with men. Yeah, I'm not gay, but just make sure you're face down on the on the king size bed at the what is it? What's that? Uh, shitty... no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Those two at the uh, shitty. Oh, that like Robert Holland. Yeah, the Howard something. Yeah, the Howard Johnson. There we go. Yeah, so Kelly and our friend Jess, they came into town for a concert and they stayed at this hotel called the Howard Johnson in town, and you can buy it like what by the hour. Uh, you know, I didn't pay attention because I'm not the one that set it up. That was Jessica. <laughs> but yeah, it was a bad time. Yeah, and like, I, I took Jessica's like hotel booking privileges after that. Yeah, because didn't your bathroom have like a hole in the wall? There was a hole in the door. And I was like incredibly suspicious that there was like a camera in there watching me take a dump. Yeah, that's why I don't like moving into new places at first because I'm like, or even like homes that people are renting out because yes. like, there's cameras in there. 
I've it seen, happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough scary movies to know that there's a camera in there and that there's a mentally retarded man wearing someone else's mask in the basement, too. <laughs> so, Look, it's just Vince Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I woke up like 20 minutes ago, so I sound real cute. So cute. Could you be in an open relationship? So this is tricky because maybe actually. Mm-hmm. So when I was in college, I was dating this guy and we had been together for a while, mm-hmm. um, for like not quite a year, almost a year though. And then we broke up and I had moved back to Nevada for a little bit. And then when I moved back to Idaho, him and I started hanging out because there was still a friendship there. We still really cared for each other. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of turned into like an open thing a little bit because we would go and like flirt and do stuff with other people, but Mm -hmm. we would like always come back to each other. And we just had this agreement that we would let each other know. And we would always like be safe. Um, and he was better to me in that, in that like circumstance than he ever was when we were together. he spoke to me more. He treated me better. He was just happier, which was weird because I was the one doing most of the the Mm. outreaching and he was the one like chilling. But yeah, I don't know. And that worked out really well. And it actually made me really happy because the things that I felt like I wasn't getting Mm -hmm. there, I could go out and get elsewhere and then I could get the the important things from him. So do you think a relationship could last in an open relationship if it was just like if they had a low sex drive and you would go out and have sex with somebody else, but they would you would still come home to them and like they would just give you that I the guess emotional yeah the emotional support of a relationship. I don't know if I could do that because like for me it's either it has to be like all of it or none of it. Yep. Yeah, he's busy because he's doing school and stuff. But damn you for being busy. Yeah, thanks for being an adult. Also, we love you. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, talk to us. Um, <laughs> he's in an open relationship. And so yes. uh, my friend Nicole and a bunch of other people that I know are open relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm, That's wild. I don't know anybody in an open relationship. Really? really? Mm-hmm. I'm selfish. I couldn't be in one because like that person's mine. It's not like they're property to me, but it's like they, that's my person, you know, and I'm not trying to share that dick with yeah. someone else. Because- I don't know if I could start out open just because I have been like lied to a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and like, I've, I've been in relationships where I've given that as an option and then my partner didn't take it and chose to cheat on me and lie to me instead. (laughs) So, which was like, bro, come on now. Like you have a hickey on your neck. Oh no, that's an ingrown hair. Oh no, that's, I cut myself shaving. Okay. Cause I'm so stupid that I don't know the difference between what a hickey and a razor cut looks like. Cause I don't cut my legs every day when I'm showering. Like dumbass. Yeah, I, I definitely, I don't think I could do it just because, like I said, I'm selfish. And I've had conversations with the person I'm with right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's some weird thing that came up on Valentine's Day like years ago, like maybe about two years ago. And it was like his best friend, like had come out to him and they've been best friends for years. And that how oh, he yeah. loved him and he wanted to be with him, blah, blah, blah. And so the person I'm with was like, you know, I'm with somebody I really care about right now. But I mean, maybe eventually we can... um kind of see like if things don't go in the direction that I'm going with this guy we'll see but more than likely 99% not or something along those lines but like that, he told me on Valentine's Day which is kind of shitty like I'm glad he told <laughs> trying to wreck your day yeah like I'm glad he told me but no. also on the other hand <laughs> I would though. rather not know on our first Valentine's Day together but yeah. he 
he was honest about it. And like he said that if he were to ever think about things with that person, he would tell me. And he's been pretty upfront with most of our relationship stuff. And it was like pulling teeth to figure out where we stand. But, That's fair. Yeah. I mean, we, we're, we're pretty good now, but. I just think it just takes special type of people. Like you both have to be committed to the decision mm-hmm. that um, sexual doesn't always equal like intimate, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not important. It Yeah. It just, it takes lots of trust and communication. I have a hard time separating um intimacy from just from busting a nut like with uh when i was single and i was using dating apps like grinder and scrap and all that stupid shit i would go out with <clears throat> these guys and i knew it would turn into sex and so i had sex once and i'm like oh man my feels just like started just developing real quick and so i developed feels really quickly <laughs> and so that's why i'm scared of like hookup apps and dating apps because that person is just looking for a, a nut a butt for a nut. A butt to put their nut in for the winter. Dip a nut. What the? F- <laughs> what movie is that from? Oh, it's uh, Pineapple Express where he's like, I dipped a nut in. <laughs> <clears throat> With your favorite comedian, Seth Rogen. Uh, he's not bad. I would take him over. Oh, wait, you don't like Will Ferrell, is I that it? I don't like Will Ferrell. Oh, tragic. Everyone's like, Will Ferrell's home. It's hilarious. It's You're funny hilarious. when you do that. <laughs> like, the comedians I like, are, I like Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy is gold. She's pretty good. Um, that's it, really. Like for comedians, I don't. I don't mind Seth Rogen. I think he's kind of funny. He doesn't like. He's just stupid funny. He doesn't like scream like Will Ferrell does. But he's mm-hmm. like, he's a dipshit, and that's what makes him funny. Yeah. Speaking of relationships and online dating and mm-hmm. celebrities, did you know that they have like high profile? You have to be super bougie to get in, like dating like app, online apps for people who are specifically celebrities yeah i think there's one called raya oh maybe we yeah, should we should get raya on that cause... we're celebrities now we've had like three listeners <laughs> <laughs> no i listened to this podcast uh for this comedian nicole Bayer. yes i love nicole Bayer. she's so funny Queen. uh she always uses shit like oh what a dream what a treat and like i love using that shit but she was talking about being on raya and they waitlisted her for two years. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I've been on the waitlist for two years. And so my friend, who I don't remember who she said she was, sent them an email. And then I got on to Raya. And now all of a sudden, I just have all these DJs from Florida asking <laughs> to hang DMs. out. Yes. Yeah, so it's just, it's uh, the exclusive dating apps. Like, I don't mind paying for like a dating app if it's a serious dating app. Like a... Uh, Match.com. Yeah, or eHarmony. I know that one you have to pay. J-Date. <laughs> Black People Meet. That was a good one. Was it? Did you? Were you on it? I made a fake profile to look at it. Brown Bear. I didn't, I didn't catfish anybody. I just wanted to like, what is What is this all about? I was in college. Like, it was my first year. I got bored. So I'm like, blackpeoplemeet.com. Oh, I was like, I don't remember this. But I wasn't there your first year, so that's yeah, fair. No, it's, uh, you know, dating apps are just, I don't, I couldn't imagine being... So we we were born in the like really early nineties, like ninety one, ninety two. Yep, exactly. And Specifically. I, yeah, and I couldn't be. I don't think I could like go to a bar or go to like a restaurant, and, like just by happenstance meet my soulmate. And not to say dating apps help that, but for me, I'm a chicken shit. I don't like talking to people in person when I have an attraction to them because mm-hmm. it's just like I fumble on my words and I sound like an idiot, but on a dating app where I don't have to talk to them, like physically, I can just like, you know, we can text and exchange messages that way. It's easier for me to 
be a little more confident before I get to know them. Yeah, but we also, us specifically, we don't put ourselves in situations a lot where we are around people that we don't already know. Yeah. So, like, we don't go out to bars, like, ever. We don't go out and do things that people our age do, like, have fun and be healthy, productive human beings. We just (laughs) stay at home and be angry hermits. Which I'm I'm, I'm good with that. Like, I like, there's some occasional eye candy at the Walmart. True. And not to say that they're going to be our soulmates, but... They can be our eye candy mates. Yeah, they can be. I'll look at them. It's fine. I mean, I don't... I talked to somebody at work about this the other day. We were texting outside of work and... I'm like, can you really call yourself somebody's friend if you don't sexually harass them? <laughs> Good lord. I mean, we don't like, we're like, hey, word around the office, you got a fat cock. We don't say, like, we say stuff like that as a joke. It's never really coming on to anybody. And we don't even say it at work because we don't know who's listening. And we work with snitches a lot, especially the new people. True. So, I don't know, like, we <clears throat> we sexually harass each other all the time. Well, mainly my friends, MJ and Josh and Thomas. Hey, Josh and Thomas. Who was the other one? MJ. MJ. He's the one that watches strange videos, too, that like he showed me a video where this lady farted out whipped cream on this dude's butt or on this dude's dick. And he just like put it back in. That's so impressive. I would like to watch this video since it's been referenced for the second time now. Uh, yeah, I'll have, have to, him hunt it down and send it over. Yeah, I'll have him send it to me. I think he's at work tonight. Um, so I just recently realized that like people genuinely wanting to eat food off of and or out of another person uh-huh. is like a real thing. And that is wild to me because of germs. Like, yeah. I just don't. And like infections i guess Mm. dudes don't really have to think about it but also like women i am not like i get that you want to have chocolate sauce and eat cheesecake out of my bits but i don't want it's it will never ever be worth it to me to suffer the repercussions of that decision ever i would rather light my bits on fire yeah i i've seen videos where like this guy like drizzles chocolate sauce on this other dude and then he like licks it off i'm like dude that is sticky and then you guys are going to have sex and your skin's going to stick together. It's just like... Ugh. And like, as someone who worked in a coffee shop where I literally got covered in chocolate and whipped cream every day, I can tell you, <laughs> it is not all that it is cracked up to be. Yeah, I couldn't get into stuff like that. Like, if people want to just, like, start dripping candle wax onto me or, like, putting whipped cream on my body and eating it off me, like, you're going to... it's Just just squirt some whipped cream on the floor of a barbershop and lick it off the ground because <laughs> I have body hair all in all the places. And it's not going to be sexy. It's going to be disgusting. Oh my god, fair. Yeah, and <clears throat> a mouthful of chest hair. Uh, yeah, no thanks. And like you know, and I have like I was with a partner at one point in my life where he just like shed all the time, and he had like body hair because he had bad grooming habits, anyways. Yeah. And I always <laughs> had his some form of his body hair in my mouth, and it was disgusting, and I hated it. Never again. I couldn't. Fortunately, the person I'm with isn't very hairy. They have some hair to like where you're like, that's a grown man. But people who, like, clean-shaven or have no body hair, they stress me out. Same. I can't, like, if you're just, Where's like, your testosterone at, boy? Yeah, like, where... If I have more body hair than you, which happens because <laughs> I'm a I'm a pretty fuzzy lady, it's a problem for me because I'm always going to be insecure 
it, oh yeah, no, it's not my thing. Cause I've, I've been with someone also who, instead of having a plethora of unkept body hair, had almost none. And it was awful. Like I would like touch my legs and be like, oh, they're so soft. And then touch his legs and be like, okay, well I'm going to go die now. Yeah. I'm going to go shave my legs now. You piece of shit. Even though I shaved them five minutes ago. Yeah. It, would dip my legs in acid. Yeah. I, are you a fan of body hair? Would you rather have body yes. hair over no body hair? Yes. 100% yes. Okay. I mean, I, they don't need to be like like a full forest on the whole parts yeah. of their body. Like but Clint. Clint, we love you. Huh? I said, Clint, we love you. Yeah, um, we love you, Clint, but man, you are... You're a fuzzy boy. But yeah. it's okay, because some people are into that, and yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. And, like, I think if I liked the person enough, I probably wouldn't really care that much. Uh-huh. But, like, it just speaking from, like, just preference based off of a fictional human being... Yes, I prefer some body hair, but not a lot. Like, I'm into, like, chest hair yeah. and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. but they don't have to be, like, full gorilla. Do you... So, there's a bunch of words for the for the, for the the male penis. So, there's penis, penis there's dick, and there's cock. cock. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's a size difference if you call someone, like, hey, nice, nice dick, or, like, hey, nice cock? Like, I associate a size difference with those. Like penis. You associate a giant dick as a cock. Yeah, yeah. So I knew it. I knew you would. Yeah, so like with penis, it's kind of like like when you're at the doctor, you're like, hey, doc, my cock hurts because that's how pornos start. But when I'm at the doctor's office, oh, well, we should probably close that door so that way like the sound doesn't like, hold on, kids. Okay, and we're back. Anyway, so yeah, I, the word penis, I kind of associate it with like going to the doctor's office or like when you're talking to like a kid about puberty, like your penis will start to get hair and, you know, get hair in certain places, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever been with someone with hair on their actual penis? Like midway up the shaft, I've seen it like that. Yeah, it is wild. Yeah, it's, I feel like, um... What is this thing? Do you think that's more common with people who have foreskin versus people who are circumcised? Because that's shit I genuinely don't know because I don't, I don't got to worry about that. I had both, as my my friends are aware. I got circumcised at like 23. Um, I did start to grow hair up the shaft a little bit. It wasn't like a fucking, it not look like a Pomeranian or nothing. But I think it is more common with people who aren't circumcised because like it kind of like, you kind of just cut off the, the skin nerves around below the penis and i think that kind of affects the hair follicles i don't know i'm not a scientist by any means we're scientists yeah. we're bill nye style scientists <laughs> where we're not really scientists but we are but the thing i think it goes for the same thing for women like when you have you have uh boobies and then you have titties and then you have breasts and i think that represents like an age demographic where like boobies are like under four like under 16 or 17 yeah and- we don't still use that term <laughs> we're adults i still use boobies <laughs> Yeah, for real though. But like titties is uh, is uh, like you're where a, we're at right now though. Yeah, you're a grown lady. You got like if you're 18 over, you got titties. Yeah, but if you're like a 43 or 45 year old woman, you got breasts. Do you got titties with T's or D's? I titties or titties. Probably because I'm a toddler. Titties. Like yep. Two D's. That's, that's you. That's how I spell everything. Like shit, fart, shit, Shitty. fart, farty, shitted and farted. Like I. <laughs> Like, I love our generation for that kind of shit because it's just stupid. It's dumb. dumb. That's, that's, we're incredible. Yeah. It's all over Reddit. Like when you shit in your, in your pee pee, it's just stupid. Like we just make dumb ass fucking words. Like when we're three years old and we're just like, oh, that's funny. Uh, you said poop. Yeah, poo poo. Pooty. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I don't know if we had talked on it before, but like fetishes, like, are you, I'm, we did mention fetishes in our last one that we did together in which we talked about if I could pee on someone or not. Yeah. Um, buddy of mine told me about sounding. What? You, you know what sounding is? I sure don't. So apparently the term comes from like when he said that when a geologist would stick a rod down into the earth and it would measure some like seismic bullshit. But apparently, so descriptive. Yeah, um, we're scientists. Sounding is where you get like a metal, hollow metal rod and you put it down your urethra. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Mainly men sound, and nope. I I've heard of it vaguely. Nope. <laughs> yeah, where like they get a, another metal rod and they they like ding. And like I've like, heard of that. Yeah. In in the, I, okay, so I I've I've heard of this. I think I may have watched like a jacked up video that I was horrified like. <laughs> by about that that's that, uh, i imagine the feeling would be just intensely like awful like uh, what would it compare to i don't even know just not anything good so somebody that you were like madly in love with was like hey stick this rod in my peen yeah would i would you? probably do it but i would be scared to hurt them yeah like they've done it before but you haven't so like for me if they're well, if if wanting to do it on me i'd probably be like nah but if you they ask you to help them yeah. put the the rod down their urethra, for me in my mind I would just see like me scraping off the flesh inside their urethra. I'm like, oh god. Well, I wouldn't even care. It's your own dumb fault. <laughs> it's probably fucking numb by that point. Yeah, I would want to flick it with the rod inside of it. Like I would have a really hard time like not doing that. Like flicking the actual like shaft with the rod in it to yeah, cause they just them hit pain. the top of it. Like I would just be afraid. Like it would have like the hammer. Get, yeah, get a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Nail that down. Break them. I just couldn't do it. And, like, I'm not going to kink shame because I think, you know, people express themselves differently sexually. For me, I'm mad vanilla. Like, if you want to start Ditto. dumping candle wax on me, like, you're going to probably have a great time. Because, again, back to the body hair, it'll just get matted. See, yeah, I'm cool with, uh, with like, wax maybe. I've never had it happen. But if it were to be introduced, I wouldn't be a, totally afraid of it at first. But also, I didn't consider the the body wax. I mean, you did have that unfortunate waxing incident last year. So. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. I'll I convinced you. Andrew that he should wax his butthole and see how it goes. And I was out for, on leave from work because I had an injury. And he was on pain medication. I was on pain medications for it. So we go to Walmart and she's like, you should wax your butthole. I'm like, and me, dumb, my dumb ass being high on painkillers. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a great idea. You were like, no, at first you kind of protested and you tried to have logic. Yeah. But, but then I manipulated you and it happened. Yeah. I was, I guess I was mildly resistant. She's like, no, it'll, it won't be that bad. I'm yeah. Just- like just do it so that I know. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and it's like this, these wax strips <laughs> that you have to like warm up with your hands. You have to just like kind of get them warm. Like, okay, I did this for like 10 seconds. That's plenty of time to warm these up. It was not. Also, they gave like oil to put on your hair so that it wouldn't stick, right? Or something like that. Uh, it was an oil solvent. Oh, to get, to get off afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And that didn't do anything either for you. No. So I, I just slapped it on my booty hole and then I ripped, hurt real bad, and only two hairs came out. <laughs> I don't know if I just had two hairs hanging out back there or just if I, really just, long I fucked ones. up. But half of the adhesive stuck onto there. And so when I sat up, I like basically <laughs> waxed my asshole shut. Yeah, it was bad. And I came out to the living room like, Kelly, I fucked up. And I kind of explained to her what happened. And she was just sitting there fucking dying. So I go back to the bathroom and have this like oil solvent. And I just like starts like kind of like. Didn't put, it burn? Uh, yeah, for a little bit. It, it burned. And I'm like, okay, well, that maybe that just means it, it's working. 
and I got it all off eventually, but then I ended up having like an ingrown hair on my ass oh, because God. of all the oil was clogging all those things down there. <laughs> so someone I know like completely shaves their entire body and including their asshole. Remember there was that dude that I talked to who had like waxed all of his own parts. Mm-mm. No, I don't remember that. He sent me a butt picture. Oh, yeah. Yep. We called him Booty Pick P. Yes, Booty Pick P. Yeah, that guy's a fucking lunatic with his weird Asian girlfriend. He was incredibly, incredibly weird. I dodged a bullet. I dodged one of the biggest bullets in my life. Yeah, he, uh, she told him about the whole, like, calling you mistress kind of thing. Oh, God. Is that a thing we want to get into today? I think it's funny. It'll help fill some time before I have to go to work. Oh, God. Okay. So in my internet dating days, see, and this is why I don't fucking prefer dating apps because people trick me. So (laughs) I was this guy and we matched on Tinder and he was like, hey, I'm super smart and have a bunch of degrees. And I was like, ooh, I'm down for smart dudes for once since the last dude I dated was dumb AF. (laughs) And yeah, that too support me so I can be a stay-at-home cat mom. Anyways, (laughs) talking and went on a couple dates and then he found out that I didn't want to have kids and without being a fucking grown-up and saying, hey, I realize you don't want to have kids and that's a thing I want, so I'm not even going to try to be in a relationship with you. He was just like, we plan. I am not interested in anything romantically with you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's because you found out I don't want to have kids. And he was like, no, which was I a lie. I actually saw that screenshot you sent to me of his conversation with you in my phone last night. Did you really? Yeah, I, uh, I was showing um, a new person some of our old conversations as well. And they and were dying. Booty pick? Yeah, I was showing I was showing the 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 yeah the conversations and said booty picture. The first booty picture he sent me, he didn't have any underwear on, and that one is gone. But the newer one had underwear on, so I was like, okay, I can show this because it's not like I'm being a terrible person, and also I didn't have his face in it. But anyways, moving forward. So fast forward many many months, this dude like hits me up again, and I we were just joking about. I told him to do something and he's like, oh yeah, you're just going to be dominant. Like, do you prefer to be called mistress or ma'am or some weird shit like that? And I was like, I think I said mistress. I don't remember which what my answer was, but he, he took this and ran with it and literally turned me into his dominatrix. It was very weird. I never saw him in person during this period of time. And I also continued to be like, an asshole to this guy like he would be like oh like we can still be friends whenever we stop doing this and I was like no definitely not I'm not interested in a friendship with you at all like you're just gonna do what I say while I have fun and then he thought that was part of the the gig he might have yeah because he he just recently tried to get a hold of me um really yeah he sent me a snapchat of his face making a terrifying face which was extra terrifying because his face was already kind of like he didn't have a bad face it wasn't a good one either. No. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, so then he, I, he really like was pushing on this and was like, I'll do anything you want and I'll, I'll even like buy stuff as long as it's under a hundred dollars and all this and that. And so a, a lesser person would have been like, okay, buy me all the things, but I'm not a dickhole like that. So I didn't do that. I just, he had this important, important trip that he had to go on to uh, Washington for his job where he had to like go to the white house. And it was like, actually like a really big deal. And I told him on this trip that 
he couldn't have any coffee. So he was like trying not to have coffee. And then he was, he had confessed to me during this period of time that he was bi. So I, (laughs) I, yeah, I I almost forgot about this part. I was hoping you'd talk about it. Here we go. Here's where this shit takes a turn, y'all. So he had told me previously that he was bi and we had like joked about threesomes with him and another dude. I never intended on it because I like, this is none of this is real for me. So (laughs) Um, especially cause I'm like still bitter cause this dude really pissed me off. And so part of this was like very satisfying for me to like make this dude's life feel like a little miserable <laughs> because I was like, yeah, dude, fuck you. I'm in control of your life now, you little garbage can. So, um, anyway, so he told me he was by, so when he goes to Washington, I was like, all right, like get on this dating app and have sex with a dude since you've never done it before. He was like, I don't know if I could do like actual sex. Like tell me what you want me to do. Blah, blah, blah. So we just, just came to this you. agreement that he would. I think it was like blowies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is what he was gonna do, and he was like sending me like screenshots of the dudes that he was looking at, and like and their conversations and yeah, shit. Yeah, like what they were gonna do, and he had it all lined up for this one guy to come over, and then this guy kind of like ghosted him, and it never happened. But I'm telling you, people, that he was ready to give a dude a beach because I told him to. It was wild. It was so wild. I could not get into the. The sub and dom aspect of sexuality. I don't know. Like, if it was in a real relationship, I don't know how it would go. But let me tell you, that was interesting. And then when it happened again, like, later in life, Mm -hmm. there was another person that I started talking to who, like, was trying to be all, like sexual with me and i was just like i have no interest in you you live far away uh, i've never had any interest like with nine you inch dick. Th- that was the one who sent me the the erotic novel oh yeah, yeah okay yes and um so this dude this this i'm such an asshole but this whole time he's convinced that i really am super into him and that i really want all these things that i'm talking about and this guy did some wild shit like I thought first guy, I thought booty pick P was crazy, but this guy, this other guy was just like 10 out of 10. Like I had made a joke once about, he was talking about having butt sex with me or something. And I was like, homie, no, that's not a thing that will ever happen. And I was like, I'll peg you though. And I assumed that he would freak out a little. He also ended up telling me he was bi. Weirdly similar. But anyways, so he just sent me like a plethora, like probably like 12 pictures of like white strap-ons, like white dick strap-ons, and was like, pick your dick. And I I didn't know what to say. So I was like, um... What if I want a black dick? Like, who says I have a white dick, bro? (laughs) And... I shit you not, like two seconds later, he sends like 12 black strap-on dicks and is like, okay, pick your dick. And so I like picked a, picked one or whatever. And he was like, oh yeah, the thought of you with a black dick's hot. And I was just, <laughs> it was like, I'm dealing with it. Like, it was too much. It was so much. This guy was so weird. He was so weird. Oh my God. It was incredible. Like anything, because at first he tried to like dominate me and I was like, ha fuck you little bitch. And, and I just like totally flipped the script on him, which was so satisfying because he was always talking about how like people call him daddy and he like owns women. And I was just like, you can lick the floor for all I care. And sure as shit, he'd do it. So Yeah, I, I don't understand what. Dudes are weird. I mean, again, I, that makes me feel like I'm kink shaming. You know, whatever is your deal is your deal, but like, don't be a gross pig about it. Yeah, I mean, don't don't force it onto people. Mm-hmm. Um, catfishing for a cause. 
Catfishing for a cause. Do you think it's okay to catfish somebody if they were A, an asshole to you, or B, just like completely vain and disgusting and thinking that they're like the best thing on this planet? That's a tough question. It depends on the motive. Because like, if you're trying to genuinely like build an emotional connection with someone to hurt them that is fucked up Mm -hmm. that is not okay being hurt on an emotional level like that is horrible and anybody that purposefully inflicts that on another human being needs counseling like that is so terrible it's yeah Yeah, for me that's like um but if you're doing it for like not even to get blackmail because that's fucked up but i I know what you're talking about. I know what you're hinting at. And I and I don't necessarily think that it's wrong. So we have to elaborate. So elaborate on this situation for our listeners. We, we had mentioned it a little bit in our past podcast, but we never really went into detail. Which one? So. The one with... The SV1. Or no, is that what we ended up naming it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking about the guy who has HIV. Yes. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Okay. So this person... So to go in depth with it, like I was interested in this person because he, you know, they sent me a message and it was grinder, so I wasn't holding my fucking breath. But he started to talk really nice. He seemed like a nice guy, and he had a he was a medical professional, and he was just chatting, having a good time. Talked for a few days, and then he's like, "Well, I have something to tell you." And I said, "Okay, well, what's what's going on? What's up?" He says, "Well, I'm HIV positive, but I'm undetectable, which means that I can't transmit the virus." Mm. yeah exactly so <laughs> like i talked to michael about it like because he was up uh this is when i work night shift and he's like that is entirely untrue that is completely untrue and i talked to the guy about it and he's like well you just have to do your research because it's uh it's it's just it's equatable to racism being trans being posphobic is equatable to racism it's just the fear of the unknown <laughs> Yeah, and so that, for me, really hurt my brain to hear. Because I'm like, how are you equating, like, something that's like, a, it's, granted it's a big part of the United States history, but it's it's oppressing an entire people, an entire fucking race, an entire fucking culture, and you're equating the fact that you had unprotected sex with someone who you should have had protected sex with, or known, who, known your status, which is like plastered all over the place in gay bars in fucking this area, but you're... you're saying it's racist yeah you're you're comparing being born to yeah no and also this guy andrew was like friends with this guy he like didn't tell he he was up front and was like i don't want anything more than a friendship but you were up front like that before he'd even told you about being positive telling him like hey just you know just looking for a friendship blah 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 and he just kept pushing the the envelope with me with him like like it's not it's not that i don't want to date somebody with hiv you know, HIV positive status. It's just that I'm not really wanting to date anybody right now. So that pissed him off. And he thought that I was just being ignorant because I didn't know what I was talking about. And then like undetectable means this, this, and this. So I did some research after I um, screenshotted his picture and blocked him on Grindr. Because he just kept going on and on about how ignorant people are and how I'm part of the problem. Well, and- he confessed to you that he wasn't disclosing to people. Yes, he confessed to you yes. that he didn't feel the need to disclose. Yeah, he's like, if I'm HIV un- positive undetectable, I don't need to tell anybody because it's like I don't have the virus. You do have the virus. It's it's almost the levels are so low. It's almost considered dormant, but you have it still. Yeah, it's still there. Mm-hmm. And so he just was being a piece of shit about it. So that really irritated me because I don't know how many other people he had talked to about this. 
Absolutely. So I made, deleted the grinder profile I had. I was naturally faceless because you have to be like a pretty hot, like super in shape dude to even get attention on grinder. So like my toad ass had like a blank profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I deleted the profile I had and I uploaded the picture that he has as his grinder profile. And I my, put my name as has HIV. And I detailed below it saying, this individual above thinks it's okay to not relate to share their HIV positive status with his sexual partners. If he approaches you, he will ask you to have unprotected sex because that's his preference and because he, he can't feel anything with a condom. Just Quote be aware unquote. that people like him do exist. He is HIV positive, though undetectable. He still has the virus and can still transmit it. So just everyone be careful. It was up for like a day and a half. And then I think someone reported it, but I deleted it before I got before grinder like the big grinder gods got involved before the man yeah the gay man before the big before gay RuPaul man. came for you <laughs> mama ru came in and like not today smash that weed <laughs> and so yeah he uh two days later i saw his grinder profile up again and it would said um in the status it said uh hiv positive undetectable he's like i will compromise with being safe if that is something that you prefer <laughs> Yeah, like it's somebody else's <laughs> preference. Like I prefer to be safe. Like, I prefer to not have HIV. Yeah, like yes, you know, sir, it'd be cool that is a thing if you I prefer. A big old posse load in my butt. Well, and also like that's scary for him because mm-hmm. I mean it's undetectable right now, but he can also still like it's not it's not like someone with full blown AIDS can't give him full blown AIDS. Yeah, and so that's just that's uh, dating communities for dating apps just as scary as dating someone back in the day because you can get ted bundied that's true you could you could get stolen in a little beetle and <laughs> get the shit kicked out of you yeah I, I i didn't really like that new ted bundy movie on netflix no it was so boring yeah it was like two hours of his girlfriend being sad fun question that someone asked me the other day uh-huh. who is worse ted bundy or jeffrey dahmer hmm mm-hmm I had this conversation at work the other day. I'm going to go with Jeffrey Dahmer because he... That's what I said. He butchered people and he ate them and he kept them in their house. And he tried to like make a sex slave out of this poor Filipino boy he convinced to come to his home for a pair of shoes. Yeah. Also, well, I mean, Bundy did was very like abusive and would like rape people with random objects. Like he was very just uh, horrible as well. He cut that lady's head with the hacksaw in the woods. Yeah. Yes, and then he breathed it on a window. I actually don't know if that part's true. But. Yeah, it's probably for, <laughs> for fabrication. But yeah, I think Jeffrey Don. He's always been one of my favorite serial killers. Same. He's, sounds, he's always been my favorite serial killer. Yeah, it sounds fucked up. Like, my favorite serial killer is, but I, I actually have a favorite serial killer. I feel like more people do than don't. Yeah. And if you're, if you're saying that you don't, you're lying to yourself. Yeah, no, he's pretty, pretty up there. Ed Gein's pretty cool. He's Which the inspiration that? behind the Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre, Leatherface. Oh, he, he made uh, lampshades out of lady skin. He wore Hot. like a, a necklace of like ladies' lips and shit. You know what I'm surprised never happened. Mm. I'm surprised that no one ever tried to like dupe uh, uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, or oh. at least that I know of. Because mm. I feel like if I were a crazy person, I'd be like, "Hell yeah, brother." Getting this hole in my basement. <laughs> you take this lotion, you fat lady. So there's some drama going on with people that I know, and they're uh, they were only good together for about two months, but one person's taking it harder than the other, Uh-oh. and they lost thirty pounds and had to have an EKG because they've been under so much stress about this relationship just ending. Bro, what? Two months. That sounds like someone we know. Yeah. 
Josh. Someone that deleted me off Facebook like a little yeah, petty bitch. Like, he, Which I didn't notice because I had him hidden because he was always posting like stuff that yeah, was Yeah, he's annoying, always posting like, I got your back, thin blue line. Like, you're a bitch. You're in the we na- got your six. Yeah, we got your six. <laughs> like, you're in the National fucking Guard, dude. You don't do anything. He got your sandbags ready. Yeah, we got them ready. We got you when fireballs are shooting out of a pretend fire vehicle. Not to offend anybody in the National Guard. We're not downplaying your role, but we're just saying this guy pretends like he is on the front lines of Iraq in in 08 or some fucking shit. Like he was SEAL Team 6 leader kicking down that door and getting fucking Osama's ass. Yeah, like I was training in the desert and we had to train on this car that was on fire and I was the only one brave enough to go in and try to get the fire extinguisher and there were fireballs shooting out out the door at me and I had to go to the hospital and my ex fiance was so mad, but she showed up and she was so mad at me because she was just worried about me and blah blah so blah. Yeah, no. like my best friend is in the arm is in the military and uh, my boyfriend's one of his best friends is in the Air Force and I think there's a bunch of people I work with that are in the National Guard because yeah. they're retiring or standing down from military service and that's great. I support the fuck out of our military. But mm-hmm. this motherfucker specifically I don't care if he wins a Nobel fucking peace prize. He's still an asshole and he does not deserve it. Oh, fun story about this guy. Uh So this is a prime example of why we hate him. He was, I don't know if I've told this story before on this show or not. Either way, if I have, you're listening to it again. This fucking dude was working as a security officer for the community college that we went to. Now, let me tell you, this is a tiny ass community college. Okay. And this guy, I was like messing around and I, I went to like tickle him or something or give him a hug or whatever. And he's like, don't do that. Like you're being disrespectful. I'm in uniform. He was wearing a shirt that said like security on it. Like that was it. (laughs) (laughs) He took himself so seriously. Bro, you don't even have handcuffs. I'm in in uniform. You can't touch me when I'm in uniform. Really? And he was so mad and offended. And I just like lost my shit because no one is, no one respects you as it is. Like, in fact, they disrespect you specifically because you are a security for a community college and you can't do shit. Yeah, you got that, lights on your car. That's about that it. uniform was a panty dropper. Like, he can get any girl he wanted. Oh, my God. Do you remember that time we plastered his car in porn and he, like, lost it? Was it gay porn? It was gay and granny. Yeah, gay and granny <laughs> porn. I remember the gay porn thing. Like, we went to the adult shop and I'm like, oh, we should use this. I thought it was that weird smoke make- shop that I ended up getting my lip pierced at. Yeah, the bit, the purple one. Yeah, yeah, the one that got busted for selling drugs. Yeah, uh, they're selling spice. And... I think meth. Probably. Uh, it was the town. That town was whack. But we go upstairs to this this shop, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this this looks gross. This gay porn looks really gross. Yeah, put this on his car. And I'm like low-key into it. I'm like, oh, this is real cool. Ooh, look at that butthole. <laughs> yeah, look at that gape. <laughs> Hairless hole. Oh, but I think we have reached the end, because I have to be at work in 45 minutes. Oh, and wow. it is a 25-minute drive, and I still have to do stuff to get ready for work. Take a spit bath. Basically a fucking whore bath. Those yeah. are my favorites. Yeah. Just nothing but deodorant and cologne today. Oh, rough. It's going to be rough. It's been a rough few days with work. Yeah. Well, Yeah. So this, just, this is the end. We still haven't figured out a closing. It's just going to be awkward no, until like we, we figure one out. We the end, and you guys can go back to your regularly scheduled lives. Enjoy your spaghetti, all you petty heads. Yeah. Enjoy, kids. We'll see you next time. All right, everybody, so before we actually go, I forgot to mention that we have a new outro. Well, I guess not necessarily new, because we don't really have one. It just abruptly stops. So Kelly's going to explain what that is. So from this point forward, we have 
a bird fact at the end of every episode that I will be on. And this bird fact will be provided by my bestie slash sister cousin, Dr. Carl, whose name is not Carl, nor is she a doctor yet. Anyways, back to bird facts. So today's bird fact is that pigeons actually make milk in their mouths and feed it to their little babies. That's just gross. Isn't that disgusting? I just... (laughs) Could you imagine your mom like just like spitting milk in your mouth when you're a baby? Yeah. Why is it more disgusting to me that birds make, well, pigeons specifically make milk in their mouths, but not that they chew up food and spit it into their baby's mouth? Like I'm fine with that. I have no problems with that. But but the milk coming from a mouth, that really is unsettling to me. Yeah, it just nails it right on home. It's just not, I don't know, like with my mom, I always breastfed. <laughs> I know that. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with sucking on a titty. <laughs> I mean, as a baby. Definitely as a baby. Not as a grown-ass man, because I don't like them titties. But I just can't get... They, they eat fucking dead ass. I've seen a pigeon, like, eat almost its own poop. It just eats fucking just trash on the floor. They're, they're, they're flying rats. They really are. Although, when I was in high school and slash or possibly junior high, probably junior high... We used to have this like big driveway that mm-hmm. we would just throw bird seed on and all these birds would come. And there was this one pigeon who was cow spotted <laughs> and he would come every day and I named him Henry and Henry is the best pigeon known to man. So anytime I see a cow spotted pigeon, I just like get really dramatic and scream, Henry, Henry! like arms raised, <laughs> thrusting my fists in the air, Henry. I miss that poor guy. Shout out to Henry. We miss you, fam. Speaking of shout outs. Yes. uh, We have a new cover art. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope y'all look at it. It is beautiful. It was designed by my friend Grace. It's a custom piece that we asked her to do of my cat. So if any of you listeners have actually seen my cat you will notice that it is incredibly detailed. It's it's an amazing likeness. Um, Grace Stewart, she's absolutely amazing. Um, the tag of her studio is on the bottom. I don't know if it's visible. Does she have uh, an Instagram? I actually, you know what? I don't know. I'll have to look. But it's like Karsha Forever Studios, K-A-R-A. I don't know. I am probably butchering that. Either way, Grace Stewart, she's incredible. If you need any custom work done in like a cartoony anime type style, she's your gal. Perfect. Um, we should probably establish an email because I know some people that I work with and some people that I don't work with are like, hey, what if we like write you in on something that you guys talked about to see if we can get more clarity on it? So we'll probably get a, an email set up somewhere within the next day or so. Yeah. That way we can do listener questions for like the whole nine of you that listen, even though it's like actually like 45, but we're not keeping track. And shout out to our one and or possibly two listeners in Canada. Yes, you guys are important. Oh, Canada. Thank you for shitting on the United States and showing us how much better you are than us because we are, we're in a really rough boat. And having a hot ass prime minister. Yeah. Literally hot ass. Yes. Yeah, that, that uh, prime piece of ass. Prime real estate, yeah, as prime I've been told. Minister. <laughs> yes. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.